Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFT. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program back from the weekend. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll just in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting in this chair, sitting over there in that chair, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Did you have a good weekend? I read magazine pages all weekend. Big same. Big same. <laughs> Today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023. 185 days to Thanksgiving. You got my text this morning, right? Yes, correct. Our turkey place is having a sale? Yeah, that's big time. Might my, my, my F around and I, I was buy a turkey. Say, yeah, I don't know if I'll get a turkey, but they have like a bunch of other meats that would be great on the grill for mm-hmm. Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Might, might mess around. Uh, happy birthday to Julian Edelman. Turns 37 oh, today. Nice. It's episode 1,596. You know what? Wait. What? <gasps> Friday is 1,600. Oh, wow. And guess who will be here to celebrate Matthew it? Matthew Stepp. Matthew. How about that? <laughs> he calls me the other day and he goes, my wife is really confused about why you call me Matthew. And I was like, well, I feel like most of the time when I'm talking to you, you're in trouble. So Yeah, that's a great point. And he said fair. Uh, On today's show, folks, we've got headlines from across state, including 7-on-7 is heating up, and there are some still, believe it or not, late May, major coaching changes, including a repeat offender. (laughs) I'll get into that. And then Brack Brack half of the show. Back yeah. half of the show, uh, Matt Stepp was out in a boot at the uh, the 7-on-7 seven seven tournaments this weekend. One of the guys he caught up with was the head coach of the Fort Bend High Tower Hurricanes. Coach Cornelius Anthony, we will hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? Uh, we sure do. It was Zill, 0678. Yeah. Willie. I don't know how to say Willie's last name. Lossetol, I believe. Hi, Willie. Just Willie. Yeah. Um, California Barbecue over Texas Barbecue. Correct. And coach. Wait, 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 what? Wait, no, 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 wait, wait, incorrect. California, yeah, California barbecue over Texas barbecue. No, go and get. And Coach Terry Crawford. Oh, I'm real mad now. Yeah, why are, this, this ain't California football Boy, on today. A, on a Monday? Yeah, You're going to come with that heat on a Monday? Literally hmm. woke up and chose violence. I'm, I'm in a mad, I'm in a bad mood now. I'm going to have to 
calm myself down with some nice headlines from across the state. Let's start uh, with a few different things to get to. One is probably the biggest uh, news out of the college football world, and it's something we had kind of heard rumblings of, but finally became official yesterday, and that is that Jordan Hudson, the former TCU wide receiver um, and a big-time prospect from the class of 2022, yeah, class of 2022, has transferred and announced that he is, uh, has com- transferred to SMU. He's going across. He's doing the reverse Sonny Dykes. Correct. Going from TCU to SMU. It really completes the trade, right? It was a, it was Sonny Dykes for a player to be named later. The player to be named later is just Jordan Hudson. Mm-hmm. I made that up. But this is a big get here for uh, for Rhett Lashley and company. Jordan Hudson was the real jewel of the of the uh, the TCU recruiting class uh, back in um, back in in 2022, he was the number 17 prospect in all of Texas, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising. Um, he was a big time four star guy. Um, he had uh, his senior year there at, at Garland. He was really impressive. 67 catches, nearly 1,200 yards, and 22 touchdowns. Um, he was the best freshman on TCU last year. Uh, he did have two uh, touchdown catches in their big win over Iowa State to close out the regular season. Uh, but Jordan Hudson is now going across the Metroplex to transfer from TCU to SMU. Now, it is worth mentioning that at one point, Jordan Hudson was an SMU commit. He was an SMU commit at one point during his process before he decommitted and committed to TCU. So following Sonny Dykes, basically. Yeah. Uh, but after one year there at TCU, he is committed back to the Ponies. He is going to be uh, on SMU this upcoming season. So big news there out of the college football ranks. Elsewhere in the college football ranks, um, if this is your kind of thing, if you are um, – filling out your planner and i know you are you're a big planner gal i am and i get made fun of for that there's nothing wrong with planner i like i don't know i feel like i remember stuff better if i write it down oh absolutely and i just i'm on my phone all the time i don't want to be looking at my calendar on my phone what are you doing september 9th um are you about to tell me what i'm doing september 9th well specifically i'm going to tell you the game time for texas and alabama because that was announced this past week. Uh, yeah, Willie's going. Yeah, Texas uh, is visiting Alabama in Tuscaloosa. It was set for 6 p.m. under the lights in Tuscaloosa as the Texas Longhorns will take on Alabama. They're uh, at 6 o'clock kick. Uh, it'll almost certainly, barring something extremely unforeseen, be at least a top 25 matchup uh, there. And you remember t- Texas gave... Alabama, everything they wanted in Austin. Now it's the return trip to uh, to Tuscaloosa. Uh, it will be very interesting. Um, you know, uh, Carter Yates, our our college football uh, writer, uh, writes that it is it is particularly interesting because Alabama does appear relatively vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We don't really know who their quarterback's going to be right now. They lost what two games last mm-hmm. year, and TC or rather, in Texas is looking like a team that can Complete. probably the favorite to win the Big Twelve. Yeah, so a uh, big uh, big game there in non district or non conference play. I would say <laughs> uh, as uh, as as um, Alabama and Texas will. That could be a huge staple for if Texas was able to pull that out. Oh, I mean, sure. just before going to the SEC and all of that, that would. That would be going in the right direction. Um, Corey Hogue, uh, our, our our weekly visit to Corey Hogue's um, writing sphere. 
Yes. He's, got, he's got a lot going Many on. Pe- that's actually trending on Twitter right now. Corey Hogue, by the way, he's got he's got some news there in uh, in the Blitz. I, I have to I highly recommend going and reading the Blitz because f- uh, there was big news of the American Southwest Conference uh, last night or uh, last week, and it was broken by our own Corey Hogue. And he is really I'm not trying to blow smoke up his rear end, but Corey is basically like shaping the dialogue in the division three football world right now yeah um and big part of it is that there is um the american southwest conference on monday uh uh lost two teams uh concordia university um and university of the ozarks starting in july 2024 um ctx and and uh those are big losses for the american southwest conference um you may remember that so in 2024 as it stands right now uh, they will have the American Southwest Conference will have six teams as it stands right now: Mary Harden, Baylor, Harden, Simmons, East Texas Baptist, and Howard Payne, plus Laterno and UT Dallas. Um, UT Dallas is, is a real wild card right now, um, but basically this throws the whole viability of the American Southwest Conference into flux because we don't really know. Now, one of the things that he dives into in this in the in the Blitz about this is, like all things. This has to do with religion. This has to do with religion. So you may remember Mary Harden Baylor, mm-hmm. um, uh, um, Harden Simmons, East Texas Baptist, and Howard Payne, all Baptist universities. They're, ba- they're called the Baptist Four. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons um, is that one of the reasons that, that they said that, uh, that, that they could, that some of, so let me just read. <laughs> Start. I'm sorry. Take care. <laughs> That wow. was a colossal meltdown. That was great. Scatterbrain. <laughs> tweeting that. I haven't, I haven't slept a ton. <laughs> take two. In three, two. <laughs> so if you take a look at the ideological split between these teams, right? Five of the teams, so the uh, Concordia and uh, the two teams that are leaving the ASC, uh, Concordia and University of the Ozarks, uh, they are leaving for the uh, the SCAC, which is the Southern Collegiate Athletic Conference. You with mm-hmm. me so far? And w- by joining them, uh, they are they are now going to be they're Presbyterian. They're okay. moving over to their which is going to allow them a little bit more versatility, specifically with selling alcoholic games. Ah, the Baptist teams. This is sources telling Corey Hogue. Yeah, the Baptist schools don't want to allow alcohol to be sold. At Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I can even say, like, we went to a Baylor game this past mm-hmm. year, and it was like, there's, we got there and we're like, oh, there's definitely not going to be beer inside. No, 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 no. They want to. They have certain values that they want to uphold. Mm-hmm. That, this is not a judgment call one way or the other. No. I'm just telling you that that's that's. Kind there's of the reasoning. Things. That is crazy that, like, it does boil down to that. Yes. Um, so... The ASC is really in flux right now, so keep an eye on that. And Corey Hogue, of course, still kind of shaping the, uh, the the dialogue there. Another piece by Corey Hogue up on TexasFootball.com uh, talking about exhibition games for non-FBS teams. Um, so Hugh Freeze, who sucks, but Hugh Freeze is the coach at Auburn. And again, just can't stress enough how much Hugh Freeze sucks. But Hugh Freeze had an idea uh, that uh, germinated in his mind grapes a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I hate that. In which he said that uh, he wants uh, that instead of um, doing spring games, he says that teams should have, um, they they could have exhibition games. Specifically that like, uh, Auburn could play 
some other team, like maybe an FCS team or something like that. And so Corey went and talked with um, a number of non-FBS teams and said, uh, hey, what would you think about uh, having an exhibition instead of a spring game? Specifically, that there would be a little bit more intensity. Uh, Hugh Freeze, again, who sucks, said that he there could be a number of, uh, you could raise money for charity and things like that. Yeah. Um, that is the kind of idea. He, the, the story is really interesting to hear these takes from these coaches about that they're basically split on the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, it is one of those ideas that sounds great until you think about it for five seconds. Yeah, I mean, there's multiple things that go. I haven't read the piece. I need to go read it. But there's multiple things. One, are are the FCS teams going to be getting paid to do this? If so, that's huge for them. But I don't think any university is going to want to shell out extra money so that you can go play an exhibition game. And then two, that seems really bad for injury purposes. Let me just tell you something. First of all, it could be bad for injury purposes. The other thing about it, if I'm FCS school, uh, A&M Commerce, Mm -hmm. if I'm Commerce and Texas wants to play me. That's great. Pay me. Yeah. Where's my check? Exactly. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm happy to. You want to have an exhibition? 100%. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. That'll be a quarter million dollars, please. Yeah, exactly. And there's no way that any no. sort of university athletic director, you're not going to be... For, for when n- you could just play each other. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's no way that that would ever work. <laughs> it just... I, I, it was you're one not of those shelling ideas. out a quarter million dollars It's one of those that. ideas that, that pops up in the offseason so it gets a little bit of traction mm-hmm. because there's nothing else to talk about. Um, and it's one of those things that, again, sounds good until you think about it for a little bit for a little bit more than, than five seconds. Uh, and then it, it turns out that it's a bad idea from uh, a guy who, again, can't stress enough socks. Yeah, there would be every other sport, men's or women's, would be so upset if they knew that that money was going out for an exhibition game rather Absolutely. than, I don't know, new uniforms for new the uniforms, golf team. You know, like <laughs> scholarships. Yeah, facility upgrades. A lot of things you can do besides forking out more money for a pay that doesn't even count, doesn't get you towards a bowl game. No. I don't know. To high school we go. There were some uh, there was some big movement in the high school football coaching ranks last week, and one of them is a repeat offender. So Crosby, you may remember, has been open. Jerry Prieto stepped down after uh, after four seasons, four mm-hmm. very successful seasons. It was a pretty surprising move there. While they have made a hire, Crosby has hired Joe Willis, the head coach of Tyler Legacy. To be their next head coach. He is a state champion head coach leading Cedar Park to a state championship. And he's a repeat offender of this. Now, he's free to change jobs whenever he wants, of mm-hmm. course. But I will take you back. Let me make sure I get the, the, the year right because I had a – this happened – so for those who don't know, we are presently – uh, I believe what we're we're four days away from sending this magazine to press. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting we're getting ready to get. This. Oh, did he do this? Okay, yep, yeah, I know exactly where this is going. 2015, we're getting ready to send this magazine to press, mm-hmm. and we catch wind that Joe Willis might be leaving Cedar Park to go to Colleyville Heritage. Now, Cedar Park, I believe, was either number one or number two in our ranking. Oh yeah, that was. They were yes. cooking with Crisco. They're coming off of a state championship game appearance. Mm-hmm. They were state runners-up the year before. And two years prior to that, they had won the state championship. And they had a good roster returning, Really too. good. So we catch wind. And this is the day we're sending to press. And so I have to, like, text Joe Willis. I'm like, Coach, 
I can keep it quiet, but like I'm hearing these things. We're sitting in the magazine press. You've got to let me know. Now, to Joe Willis's credit, mm-hmm. he did text me back and he said, yes, it's true, but please don't tell anybody until I think like Monday they were announcing it. Yeah. Right? We were sitting it was like, oh, that's Friday. fine. No cool, one sees this magazine for, well, prints for three, three weeks. weeks. <laughs> but he is a repeat offender for the late coaching. <laughs> got my eye on you, Joe. I need you to, you need to text him and say, be say like, something like, thanks like, for getting us not in, again, you know. dude. Anyway, so Crosby Thanks for making it coach. a week earlier this Crosby's year. Crosby's a new head coach. Big splashy hire there. Crosby, next head coach is Joe Willis. He has been hired. Sherman has made a hire. Josh Ailman is going to be the next head coach at, uh, at Sherman, he was a former Texas Tech standout. He is a Sherman grad, um, and he was uh, he was on he was the offensive coordinator for Denton Braswell uh, last season. Uh, he was going to join the the uh, staff at Prosper Rock Hill after the coaching change at Braswell, but now he's going to be the next head coach at Sherman. Uh, he was head coach at SNS Consolidated for three seasons, and actually did a nice little turnaround there for the Rams. Uh, went from one and nine uh, to six and five, uh, and got them their first playoff victory since 2014 back there in 2020. He is a Sherman grad. Uh, Jeff Cordell, the Sherman athletic director, Sherman ISD athletic director, announced his hire. Uh, big doings there. He is a uh, he, of course, played at Texas Tech. But Sherman has their next head coach. It'll be Josh Ailman. Uh, elsewhere, Boys Ranch has their next next head coach. Uh, Lewis Kelly the third is going to be the next head coach at Boys Ranch. He is actually the grandson of legendary head coach Lewis Kelly. Uh, Lewis Kelly uh, is the is the member of a THSA Hall of Honor. Uh, he was 240, 90, and one at Lubbock Dunbar and Lubbock Estacado over 30 seasons. He is a a mainstay in the Lubbock area. Uh, but Boys Ranch is looking for a next uh, was looking for a head coach because Aaron Wampler, who of course did unbelievable work there at Boys Ranch, uh, went to take the job at Clarendon. They've hired Lubbock Coronado running backs coach Lewis Kelly III to be their next head coach. And finally. There was seven on seven this weekend, Pickle. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this? There were seven on seven across the state, and we have some new teams that will be joining us in College Station in late June. At the Cy Fair West SQT, uh, Cy Falls and Fort Bend Hightower, whose coach we're about to hear from, both qualified. In the Allen SQT, Sherman and Arlington Lamar both qualified. Arlington Lamar is like the most successful seven on seven program in the state, mm-hmm. so it is not a surprise. I want to say this is like their 25th straight year qualifying. It's like insane. They're really good at it. Uh, and so Arlington Lamar and Sherman, both there. Lake Travis SQT, the home state of Lake Travis Cavaliers, and, and San Marcos are both qualified for the state's 7-on-7 seven seven tournament in College Station. Uh, they're at uh, in at Grand Oaks and Conroe, uh, the Woodlands College Park and College Station. I, I caught wind. I think it was... Um, was it Powers in the slack? He was saying that Arrington Maiden at College Station was slinging it. Yeah, it was, it was Powers. Step. It was either Powers or Step. It, they were slinging it. I think it at the El Paso SQT, uh, it will be El Paso Eastwood and El Paso Eastlake who have both qualified for the state's 7-on-7 uh, seven seven tournament. Uh, so Eastwood and Eastlake both going to make the trip to uh, College Station. In Division Two. Uh, Hampshire, Finette, and Hitchcock both qualified for the state 7-on-7 seven seven tournament uh, at the Hitchcock SQT. The Anna S- uh, State Qualifying Tournament, Sunnyvale, and Frisco Panther Creek uh, qualified for state 7-on-7. Seven oh, how about seven. that? This is their first year of that, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and then out in East Texas, Chapel Hill SQT, it was Sulphur Springs and Carthage both qualified. So we'll get to see Scott Surratt be real mad he can't qual- call plays. That's just... It's always my favorite thing. Seeing coaches <laughs> who are, especially play callers, like, yeah. like Surratt, who are just sitting there just like, 
gritting their teeth. Oh, I hope Miss Summer is there. She was there I'm last sure year. I'm sure she'll be there. And Ponder SQT, uh, it was Graham and Springtown qualified for the state seven on seven tournament. Columbia SQT, it was San Antonio Davenport, I believe, and Cameron Yo both qualified for the state seven on seven tournament. And Needville, Needville and Stafford qualified for the state seven on seven tournament. And then down in the down in the division three, uh, you can expect to see Tioga and Jacksboro. Plus at Stanford SQT, it was Holly. Uh, defending 2A Division One state champions, uh, and Merkel. And then Brazos SQT, Lexington and East Bernard qualified for State 7-on-7. Of course, we will have complete coverage of State 7-on-7 on TexasFootball.com, so go check that out. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hope you'll go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Get your 2023 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the cover of which will be revealed two weeks from right now. Go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber and get your magazine mailed to you before it hits newsstands. Texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Now, word from our friends. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. The Gambling Gauchos are a Texas Tech podcast serving you money lines, memes, and matador content on Twitter, YouTube, and stakingtheplains.com. Well, let's put it this way they pay me off in tortillas, I'm going to shoot them right in the eye. If you're looking for more Big 12 sports content from a host who wants a 25 tacos in 20 minutes and another that can provide a taco bites per minute analytical breakdown of the feat, then Rob and Kyle are the host for you. New episodes every Sunday and Thursday on the Republic of Football podcast feed. The 83rd KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, the most historic and prestigious event in senior golf, kicks off an unprecedented run of major championships coming to PGA Frisco over the next 11 years. From May 24th to May 28th, join us as the best golfers over the age of 50 compete to have their name etched on the Alfred S. Bourne Trophy. Past senior PGA champions have included true legends of the game, like Sarazen, Sneed, Palmer, Nicholas, Player, and Watson. A limited number of hospitality, pro-am, and ticket opportunities remain available for you to be a part of the first major championship at PGA Frisco. And keep in mind, corporate clients and ticket purchasers at this May's KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship will receive priority access to offerings at future major championships held at PGA Frisco, including the 2025 KPMG Women's PGA Championship and the 2027 PGA Championship. 
Visit srpga.com for more information. Pickle, 7-on-7 state qualifying tournaments going on across the state, which which gives us an opportunity to... To stall a little bit while I've... To chill and tell you this about... interview that I forgot to put in there. All of the things that are going on in the world. Uh, uh, we're finishing I don't the know if, I was going to say, I don't know if you told people when they have to subscribe by. Uh, to... Yeah, end of the month. So, like, this week, if you if you subscribe this week, you'll get your magazine before it hits newsstands. That I'm confident of. Next week... You're starting to push the limit a little next bit. Next week, I... I don't want to lie to you. Next week, I also think you're good, but I can't, like... Guarantee it. Guarantee it. The week after that, we might have some trouble. So, so just subscribe today. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. And when you subscribe, you'll get the 2023 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands. And in that magazine will be a preview of the 2023 Fort Bend Hightower Hurricanes and their head coach, Cornelius Anthony, who Matt Stepp caught up with this week. Here's Matt Stepp's conversation with Hightower head coach, Cornelius Anthony, on Texas. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas football, back here at the Sci-Fair West 707 qualifier. We're here before the state qualifying round with the head coach of the Hightower Hurricanes, Coach Cornelius Anthony. Coach, uh, kids are about to play for a spot at state, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. Yeah, no problem. No problem. All right, Coach, uh, coming off last year, you guys, uh, first year you're back in 6A, you make the regional semifinals, have, have a great run. Got a lot, lot of you know, a lot of guys, key contributors back from that ball club. So, so expectations are high going into the season. You know, during the off season, I'm sure you guys have talked about it with your kids. You know, how do you handle, how do you handle success? How do you handle having that expectation target on your back? How do you feel like your kids are, have handled that the off season? Do you feel like it's been a productive off season? It's been a very productive off season. Um, the main thing that we've been focusing on is just being a part of that elite 1%, not being regular, doing everything in excellence. Um, that's what it takes to be elite. And so from everything that we do, uh, we're practicing excellence because we know that excellence is a habit. It's something that you repeatedly do. And everything that we do, we tell them we're evaluating. And so this offseason has been extremely productive. Our guys have answered the call. And so mainly moving forward is just correcting and being mindful of the little things and, and, and making sure that in everything that we do, we do it to, to the best of our ability with class and character. Is it the little things that, that makes the difference between those good teams and those elite teams? It's, it's, it's the details, right? Most definitely. It's the, it is the details. Small things that make a huge difference. That's something that they hear me saying each and every day from how we clap, from how we warm up, from how we line up. Small things that make a huge difference. So paying attention to the details and, and just making sure that on the details that we do everything the way the play or whatever dictates it, that's what our focus is on. So. All right, now you know it's it's seven on seven. We know the big guys aren't out there, the pads aren't on, but but it's still competitive. You want to win, and you guys did really well in seven on seven last year. That kind of propelled y'all into the season. So when you're watching your kids play seven on seven, what do you look for from your kids? What do you want to see out of your guys? I want to see them competing at a high level. I want to see them competing at a high level, but also keeping their composure because there's a lot of jaw jacking, as you know. Oh, yeah. uh, it gets chesty. Out there it gets chippy it gets, it gets extremely chesty but the team that can keep their head and the team that can focus on the details and execute even when it gets chest, chesty and just make sure that their plan does the speaking for them that's what i'm looking for compete at a high level maintain your composure and um make sure that your play does your talk does the talking for you and i'm thinking you do, you all you're also looking at how guys react to, to failure i mean it's easy to it's easy to be a front runner and have have success but i'm sure you you could from your vantage point in the end zone not coaching because you 
you know, it's against UIL rules. Uh, but you can see if, if when things aren't going well, who's stepping up and being leaders and maybe who's who's chirping at their own teammates. And those are things you can correct later on, right? Most definitely. I want to see how do we handle adversity. Do we learn the lesson or do we fold the tent and want to give up if we're down? Because of 7-on-7, seven seven, no lead is safe. So are we fighting and clawing and scratching to get back into it? Or even if we're up, are we doing everything right because we're we're up and we know that the team can come back or, or do we get lax? So those are the small, intangible things that make a huge difference that I'm paying attention to, that I'm telling my guys and correcting my guys on when we get back to high tower. All right, now uh, looking at 2023's ball club, obviously, uh, again, you guys had a lot of success last year. When we look at your ball club in 2023, what are some areas where you feel like you guys ha have a good foundation, you're going to be strong, and maybe some areas where I don't, I don't want to call them weaknesses, but maybe some spots that are still up for grabs and you want some young guys to take that next step this summer and, and, and grab those starting spots? Well, an area that I definitely think is a strength for us is our skill positions. Uh, from quarterback, running back, DBs, receivers, I, we have skill for days. Uh, areas that I feel like are up for grab and, 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 and that we can definitely have some more depth in are our, the trenches, the O and D line. I mean, you can never have enough linemen, uh, whether it's offensive or defensive linemen. So uh, those are the areas that I feel like, you know, are up for grabs, and we just need to make sure that we, you know, get some quality uh, depth and guys fight for some positions. But our skill positions are are phenomenal, and so that's going to you know, be the strong point of our team. All right, final question for you, Coach. Uh, you're, you're on campus, Stadium Hall Stadium is going to be back up and running this year. I know Fort Bend ISD uh, made some upgrades during, during last season, so you guys are back. Uh, games will be back at Hall Stadium. So if I come to Hall Stadium and I cover a game watching the Hurricanes, where, where, where's, where do I need to grab pregame meal at? What's, what's, what's the Coach Anthony recommendation over there? So two places. One place that I know for sure is Cane's Chicken. Cane's, uh, and you know, uh, I, I heard your picture might be on the wall there. Is that, yeah. that's, that's the rumor. Is there? Is, is, is it, how, how'd you get your picture on the wall? Well, uh, it, it says hometown uh, hero. So okay, okay. you know, that's it wasn't for me eat, eating the most chicken strips. No, nah, it wasn't right, nothing right, like right. that. I, I earned that on the field, okay, you know, to okay. get that, get that, get that spot. But another place that I haven't personally been to, but I, everybody's been raving about, is called Swamp Chicken. Swamp Chicken. Yeah, on Highway Six. So okay. check that out as well. But okay. you got canes and then a swamp chicken on highway six so. Right, so i may check out swamp chicken all right coach well enjoy watching your kids compete today and uh, we appreciate what you do for student athletes in the state of texas thank you man i appreciate it here's cornelius anthony the head coach of the fort bend high tower hurricanes caught up with matt step at the state qualifying tournament this weekend they qualified they'll be there we'll mm -hmm. get to see him again we'll have to remember not to interview him because we already interviewed him that's fair but we'll just make that list um anyway we appreciate his time earlier this weekend Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Did you know that the uh, the Boys State Golf Tournament is happening in Kingsland, Texas, like my actual like hometown? No. Yeah. And wow. my, my cousin's uh, playing in it. Well, that doesn't seem very fair because she's got home course advantage. He, she. He. He's, he's got home course. I assume, I assume all your cousins are chicken. <laughs> That's fair. No, this is on the uh, other side of the family. The only cousin I have on the other side of the family. But got he it. qualified for state. Nice. So. so he's got home, cor home course advantage. Uh, he doesn't ever... He doesn't ever play it that course, but yes, I mean from a driving perspective, it's twenty minutes down the road. Right. See, that seems unfair. Come so, on, uh, learn the UIL about this. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the Marble Falls Mustangs. Go, go out there and win the darn thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Cornelius Anthony of Fort Bend Hightower for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm -hmm.